0: No one really knows Ron Van Dam. He's an enigma, wrapped in a mystery, cloaked in secrets, stuffed in between two pieces of French toast encased in a pancake, smothered in cheese and deep-fried until golden brown, then duct-taped into a rusty toolbox, packed into a used Amazon shipping container with gaffers tape, and mailed overnight to a bunker in Siberia, where it's kept in a locked vault, whose combination is known only to a mute priest with a bad memory. So yeah, He's sort of a keeps-to-himself kind of guy. You're listening to that man of mystery, Ron Van Dam on New England Broadcasting.
1: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. It's the Ron Van Dam Show.
2: A man of mystery.
0: Hold on tight, things can get a bit weird, if you like that sort of thing.
2: I am mysterious. Look at me, I'm mysterious, I have a lot of mystery here. Who is that over there? Is that Ron Van Damme? I believe it is. He looks mysterious. Yes, he does. Welcome to the program, it is what you thought it was. <laughs> this, is, this is it, man. <laughs> you did this with your eyes open, you know, you get what you get, that's it. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, are we going to have a good time today? That's rhetorical, I don't know. Yes, we are going to have a good time. Yes, we are.
3: Who's a big boy? Who's a big boy today? Look at the big boy. Who's a big boy?
2: Okay. 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 Welcome to the program. I am indeed Ron Van Dam. I'll admit it. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I am. All right, this is going to uh, last about another 28 minutes, and then you're free to do whatever you really were going to do in the beginning. So, you know, nothing's more important than uh, us spending time together for at least, at least the period of the time. Oddly enough, that made more sense than the beginning of the show. Well, how are you? Good to be with you. You're looking good today. Wow, actually, you really are. Hold on. Come a little closer to the speaker. Yeah, okay. No, not as good as I thought. Uh, From a distance, really nice. Close up, not so much. Stay away from people. That's my uh, advice to you. You look better from a distance. (laughs) Uh, Do I look fat in this dress? Yes, you do you look humongous. Oh, really? I mean, no. I mean, no. Did I say humongous by mistake? I meant no. Excuse me. I'm just, um, I'm very hungry and I want a humongous sandwich. And I was thinking of that when you asked me the question, do you look fat in a dress? Of course not. Who does? Who could possibly? Even fat people don't look fat in dresses. What are you kidding me? Why even ask that question? What are you you doing? You're fishing for compliments. You know it's not real. You know you're just looking for a compliment. You know if someone said something that you didn't like, you would virtually kill them. We know that. We know that. For men, uh, happy wife, happy life. And even if you're not married, it still rings true. Happy partner, happy partner. Happy life, happy shoes. Good fitting pair of shoes, happy life. Oh, <laughs> uh, this is going nowhere. Welcome to the show. How are you? I uh, went over to a friend's house. Oh, I said the word friend by mistake. Social media has screwed me up on that. Uh, I went over to an acquaintance' awake, acquaintance's house. Oh, you can't say that. Acquaintance's house. <gasps> that was hard to say, even for a radio professional such as myself. So I go to uh, this house where this couple has a young child. I think the child is like four years old. I can't tell. I don't know the difference. I don't look at ages. I look at how much they annoy me. If they annoy me, they're probably four years old. And that goes for adults too. Because we say that to adults, don't we? Hey, Bob, you're acting like a four-year-old and you're 72. But you're acting like a four-year-old. Oh, thank you. Do I look fat in these pants? <laughs> you're acting like a four-year-old. That's, that's how four-year-olds act. Insanely ridiculous. See, that's what we think of our four-year-olds. Oh, my four-year-old is so cute. No, no, you tell people when they're out of control that they're acting like your four-year-old. That's not a compliment, my friend. You are taking your child or your knowledge of four-year-olds and you're applying them to somebody who is basically insane at an older age, why you're acting like my four year old. (laughs) Thank you. That means that I am young thinking and um, full of energy. No, that's not what I meant to say. You're acting like my four year old. Um, and we, we do the opposite too. We do the opposite too. When, when you forget something or you're acting like my 90 year old grandfather, Oh, there's a, there's an insult too. There's a, just because you're old doesn't mean you're forgetful. Come on. I know like plenty of 30 year old, 20 year old people who walk into a room and say, Hmm, why did I come in here? Yeah, you do that. So don't give me that. Now, if you did it at 20 years old, You'd say, "Oh, okay, you just got a lot on your mind." If you do it when you're 90 years old, oh, oh, he's losing it, or she's losing it. Sorry, I don't want to be sexist. We don't, uh, we don't think things through. We don't think things through at all. So, anyway, going back to the story that I wasn't telling. Uh, so I go to this acquaintance couple's house. There, I was able to say it. And I'm going in there, and I got this. Uh, they got this. This like I don't know how old this baby is. This baby, this uh, this human being that's incapable of taking care of itself cannot pay the rent. Can't even stand up yet. Needs someone to prop their head up, otherwise I guess it'll snap their neck. I don't know how babies work. I forget. It's been a while. So anyway, uh, they they take me into the nursery to show me their baby. And first of all, they say what I, I've talked about this before. They say, isn't, isn't she or he the most adorable baby you've ever seen? And that's like saying, do I look fat in this dress? You have to say, there's no question. That is the cutest, most adorable baby I've ever seen. And it's no question that I have never lied more in my life to two people that I don't know that well who are extra proud of their little human being. Yes, your baby is adorable. Not. So you have to turn your head, raise your eyebrows, and like move your eyes around and and go to yourself, not. Anyway, so uh, they think that I think that their baby is adorable. They don't listen to this show, but uh, seriously, not adorable. Um, A little disgusting as a matter of fact. Um. Anyway, it looks like your bald Uncle Harry. I mean, not a not a pretty baby. No, 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 no. And the, all that spit coming out of the baby's mouth, and the fact that it just urinated in your face. Mm, not cute. That's not cute. Oh, look at, look at, look at, uh, look at, uh, Grand Grandpa Joe. Grandpa Joe just peed himself. Oh, that's adorable. Oh, oh isn't that adorable? No, it's not adorable. A human being just peed itself. Whether it be a year old or 95, someone peed their pants. We got to do something about this. It's easier to, to change a baby's diaper than it is, I guess, a uh, your grandfather's diaper. What the hell am I talking about? So anyway, so I'm looking at this child and they're just, they're head over heels, whatever that means about this adorable child. And I lie and say, yes, that's the most adorable baby I've ever seen in my life. Um, not with my eyes rolling up in my head. And then, oh, uh, then this is what I can't stand. Um, I get it. I get it. I just can't stand it. They talk to the baby with baby talk. Oh, my God. Baby talk. This is when a grown adult who has supposed command of the English language talks to other human beings in a baby voice.
3: Oh, hello, you look at you, you're so cute, look at you, look at you, look at you, oh, look at how cute you are, you want to, you want to say hello to me, do you want to, do you want to say hello to me?
2: What the hell are we doing? What is that language uh, that we're spouting out here? We don't do that. We we think that babies and young children, when you talk like that, they all of a sudden magically understand you. They don't understand what the hell you're saying. Talk normally. That they may pick up on. But when
3: you're going,
2: they don't understand. I don't even understand what you're talking about. You're making an asshole out of yourself which I guess is something we do every once in a while. We have to bring ourselves back to uh, connected to the ground, and we have to act like assholes in order to prove that we're not perfect people. I already knew that.
3: Well, didn't you know? Who knew that? Who knew that? Who knew that that was the case? Who knew that we act like assholes every once in a while? Who knew that? Who, who, who? Did you know that? Did you know that? <laughs> God,
2: the hell are we doing? That's communicating to a child that you're trying to teach uh, how to have command of the language? You're doing the opposite. That child is looking up at you, going, "What? What an asshole my parents can be! What the hell's wrong with these people? Why did they? Are they possessed by the baby devil?" Oh yeah, I was walking down the street, and all of a sudden I got possessed. I, I was playing with a Ouija board, and I got
3: possessed by a, a devil baby. And all of it. a sudden I started talking and I can't stop talking like that. Why did I start? Why did I start talking like that? Why did I do that? Why did I do that? Oh, my God. Some people do that with their dogs.
2: Because dogs are babies. Because they can't do much of anything for themselves except lick themselves and pee on your carpet. Beyond that, they don't, you know... They don't even eat with their hands. They eat with their mouth. So you know they're kind of helpless. They can't let themselves out of the, you know to, to do the wee wee. You have to open the door for them. Uh, that kind of thing. You have to feed them. They can't go into the refrigerator and get a meatloaf themselves. So you have to. So so they're your babies. Your dogs are your babies. And I get it. My dog is my baby too. But I don't talk to my dog like that.
3: Come here, come here, spot. Come over here. Come over here to mommy. Come over here to mommy. Yes, shall come over. Look how cute you are. Look how cute you are. Look how cute you are. Stop it. Stop it. This is embarrassing for everybody, including
2: you. Baby talk is for babies, not for adults. Get that through your skull. Look, I'm just trying to help. I mean... Look, this show is educational in a sense, and that's what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. I don't do this show just for the fun of it. I don't have fun doing this. I do this because the show is educational.
3: The following programming is EI, educational and informative. Mm,
2: All right. Anyway, uh, whatever, whatever. So, uh, yeah, these are not my friends. They're, they're, it's an acquaintance couple. I put them in the category of acquaintance couple. I'm aware of them. I know who they are. I know them by name. I'd recognize them on the street. Beyond that, not much of a connection that I want to have with them. Seems like people want to have connections with me for some reason. I, I seem to be connectable. This is a true story, as, as, as is almost everything that I tell you. Maybe it's a little too true uh, what I do on this show. Maybe maybe that's the problem. I went to uh, a cocktail lounge yesterday. I'll admit it. I'll admit it. I'm not. I'm not uh, stupid. I'll admit it. I went to a cocktail lounge to have a little uh, a little tasty poo of the alcoholy. I don't do it often, but every once in a while I feel like it. It's America. I'm old enough. I do it. So I'm sitting at the bar, and I'm enjoying a little uh, little vodka and soda in a glass, by the way. And I'm the only person at the bar, okay? Uh, this bar has, uh, it's an L-shaped bar, shaped like an L, for those of you that may be familiar with letters. Uh, there's approximately 20 stools at this bar. It's a good-sized bar. There's just me and the bartender. The person who tends the bar and gives me the alcoholic beverage and I'm sitting there by myself playing with my phone cuz that's what you do when you're sitting by yourself. Otherwise you look lonely. You have to play with something so you play. That's why they didn't, that's why they invented cell phones. It wasn't for convenience or to make phone calls or to have little computers or to check your email. It wasn't that. It was so that people didn't have to look at each other and didn't have to look lonely. It made them look like they had something to do, which they don't, but it looks like it. And we all still buy that. So I'm sitting there, and uh, this, this guy comes walking into the into the place, fine guy, business guy probably. I am seated at the bar, okay? I'm not in the center. I'm like kind of off in the corner, 20 bar stools. He comes walking in. And he's walking toward me. And I'm thinking, do I know this guy? No, I don't. What's going on? He sits like there's a bar stool between us. He's just like two bar stools away. He sits in that, in that, uh, that location, in that, in that chair. Doesn't say a word to me. 20 seats at this bar that are empty. I'm sorry, 19. I was in the 20th. He sits like one seat away from me. What is up with that? Do I attract people naturally? That was my thought. That's what went through my head. Wait a minute. There's all these empty chairs all around this huge bar, and you choose to sit like really close to me? I must have some type of animal attraction to these animals. I have some type of animal magnetism. I am a magnet. They sit near me in order to get into my gravitational pull. Well, I immediately felt uncomfortable. Because why is he sitting so close to me? With all the choices of empty chairs, stools. And he seemed perfectly normal. And I thought, well, is it me? Is it me that doesn't choose to assimilate with other human beings in a close manner uh, by choice? For example, ladies, you don't have urinals, thank God. They're very strange situations, but they are extra convenient when you have a penis. I go into these uh, public restrooms because I have to pee. I'm over 50 years old, and on a fairly regular basis, I get the urge to pee. I don't know medically what that is or why it is. I just know that that's very common. So there's like five urinals against this good-sized restroom for men. I'm at urinal number one. Next to me is two, then there's three, then there's four, then there's five. All of a sudden, another guy comes walking into the restroom. Looks like a perfectly normal guy. He pulls up his little pecker mobile at urinal number two. I'm at number one, two, uh, he's at two, three, four, and five are completely open. What the hell is that? And then I say to myself, Ron, they are attracted to you. They want to be close to you. I don't fight it, Ron. Don't fight it. It's just the way it is. Now, if I walked into a restroom And there was someone at urinal number one, I would naturally, without question, choose the urinal that was furthest away, urinal number five, and we go about our business. Why this guy choose to pee next to me? By choice. Didn't say a word to me, didn't touch me with a shoe, was nothing like that going on. What is it? What what is it about me? I, I am I am not friendly. I'm not. I, I, I know I'm not. I do that on purpose. Is it, is it the fact that I don't look friendly that it's a challenge to other human beings to cozy up to me for no reason whatsoever? I don't know. I can't figure it out. And sometimes it drives me nuts. It's a very strange situation. And it happens a lot. maybe it doesn't happen a lot, but when it does, it seems consequential. Do you know what I'm saying? All right. Uh, I have a guest coming up momentarily, and we shall uh, chat about various subject matters that I consider to be of interest or perhaps not of interest, one of the two. But first, we're going to take a commercial break, and then when we come back, well,
0: okay. Uh, We'll be right back after this. Hello, I'm Dick Mulligan III, owner of Big Dick's Huge Sausage My grandpa, Richard Mulligan, opened Big Dick's Huge Sausage back in the 50s with the intention of bringing local folks good food based around custom-crafted sausages made right here in our area He wanted to be sure people got the most bang for their family buck by filling their bellies and he wanted to do it maybe with a little bit of a wink because back then, people could take a joke recently it has been brought to my attention through Yelp reviews and Facebook posts and Twitters and Insta whatevers that some people are offended by our name and some of our menu items and how we do business. So in the spirit of well, not having to listen to that, we will be making some changes here at Big Dick's Huge Sausage. First off, we're changing the name. Big Dick's Huge Sausage is now Mulligan's Sausages and more. And that and more thing is because several people, including Patty Sees You 1754, felt the need to call out the fact that we also do hot dogs and burgers and fries and chicken sandwiches and onion rings, you know, like so many restaurants do. But apparently Patty Sees You 1754 and Mr. Twister 27, among others with a lot of free time, feel it's false advertising to only say sausages. So fine. We'll also be changing the name of some menu items. The Little Dick Hot Dog, which again is custom crafted for us by a butcher here in our area, will now just be called a hot dog on the kid's menu. Our big sack of fries is now just a bag of french fries. And our best-selling hardwood-grilled 14-inch long hot Italian sausage, which you cannot get anywhere else around here, will no longer be called the Throat Buster nor will a staff member offer to hold it for you while you eat it with no hands. And finally, and quite honestly, this is a change I should have made years ago. We will no longer dispense condiments like mayonnaise and mustard out of hollowed out dildos. That was my dad's idea. He was not entirely right in the head. Mulligan sausages and more, we're changing with the times. I hope to see you soon. Unless your patty sees you, 1754.
2: Joseph Bicholte joins us now. He's commissioner for the U.S. Virgin Islands Department of Tourism. And yes, we're talking about the U.S. Virgin Islands. Um, This is is exciting because people are looking for places to go. And I don't think they realize that uh, the U.S. Virgin Islands, you don't need a passport to visit. Is that correct?
1: That is correct. Uh, we are we are one of the few destinations um, outside of the continental United States that U.S. citizens can travel to and, and don't need a passport to enter uh, the territory.
2: That's especially great if you need a, a quick vacation uh, that you know that has a totally different atmosphere, and there you go, because uh, waiting for a passport can take some time. But that's besides the point. Even if you have a passport, uh, it's, yeah, man, it's the U.S. Virgin Islands. I mean, like, yeah. Um, <laughs>
1: exactly, Rod, right. and I think you're up in Boston right now. I, I would, I would beg to bet that our temperature is probably fifty plus degrees warmer right now in St. Thomas, St. Croix, or St. John right. than it is in Boston.
2: All right, Joseph, you didn't have to rub it in like that, but I was just making a point. Okay, what what indeed is the temperature there uh, right now?
1: I think it's 81 degrees. Oh,
2: stop it. Okay, that's enough. That's enough. And that's, yes, yes. And it's probably beautiful and all that stuff.
1: Very beautiful. Okay, First, right. Certainly beautiful, yes.
2: <laughs> all right. Um, tell me about the... Well, a lot of people go to uh, island areas for the beaches and and the water and that. I mean, does it fall into line that way?
1: Yeah, we, we have some of the best beaches in the world. We just had one of our beaches that was named... Uh, Honeymoon Beach in Saint John was named one of the ten beaches in the entire world wow. uh, by USA Today uh, in a survey uh, last week. Uh, we have wonderful uh, activities on the water: powerboat sailing, catamaran sailing, uh, and of course, we have absolutely beautiful white sandy beaches. But I think um, much of the Caribbean has nice beaches. I think what differs differs us from many of the other places are our uh, people. Uh, you come, you find people that are warm, welcoming, uh, culinary delights are fabulous. There you go. Uh, and I think when, once you leave, uh, the U.S. Virgin Islands, you, you'll create memories that, that will stay with you forever and have you smiling. And when you're having that tough day or when you need that, uh, having that great day and you remember why, uh, it's, it's grateful to be In the land of the living, you'll think back to the vacations that you had in the U.S. Virgin Islands.
2: Yeah, I mean, and specifically, uh, we're talking about uh, the the Caribbean, uh, which is, you know, hey, where'd you go? I went to the Caribbean. Oh, my God. Um, And and that includes uh, St. Croix, St. John, and St. Thomas. I mean, so, like, wow, this is like a whole deal here.
3: I mean... (laughs)
1: Uh, you. Yeah, well, you you and, uh, and each one of our islands uh, is different. So Saint Thomas is the capital and it's the more cosmopolitan yeah. island. Saint John is our nature-having uh, because uh, it's absolutely gorgeous, and sixty percent plus of the island is owned by the National Park of the United States of America. Yeah. So it's very un- undeveloped. Uh, and Saint Croix is our biggest uh, island, uh, which is uh, much more. Uh, adventurous and lots of activities uh, to do outdoors. So there's there's something for everyone uh, to enjoy when they come to the U.S. Virgin Islands, and it's not just one uh, cookie cutter experience. You can have, um, you know, we like to call it the trifecta. If you have an uh, opportunity to visit all three in your trip, uh, it's wonderful.
2: How how far apart are the islands?
1: Uh, well, St. Thomas to St. John is a very short, ten to twelve minute ferry oh, ride. Oh. Uh, St. St. Croix to St. Thomas is. Uh, a 20-minute seaplane ride or a uh, short uh, hop from our airport in St. Thomas' or St. Croix and and vice versa. Wow. So very close in proximity, easy to get around.
2: Wow. Kind of like a Hawaii in a way.
1: Yes, yes, right. kind of like Hawaii. Okay. Uh, just a lot closer to Boston. Yes, than <laughs> well,
2: <laughs> well, Boston and a lot of other places. <laughs> I mean, I, exactly, exactly. Uh, uh, people may be asking how far are the islands from Miami because most people would fly to Miami, I assume. Uh first. Uh yeah. yeah, so yeah.
1: Some 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 of fly from Miami. But we actually have a direct flight uh oh. from Logan into Saint Thomas, uh on JetBlue, and it takes roughly uh four hours to get from uh Logan into Saint Thomas direct. Okay. Uh, wonderful flight. I've taken it before a few times. We actually oh, nice. have about uh, the US Region Islands has a great partnership with the Fenway sports partner and the Boston Red Sox, so you'll see our <laughs> Uh, logos up in Fenway Park. Um, we, right. we love the New England area. There are uh, lots of uh, okay. transient people that live in the USVI right. uh, from that area, so so we we, we, we love the Boston area. Okay.
2: Now, we're a national show, so let's get off of Boston for a second. Um,
1: oh, okay. I, I, done. No,
2: okay. that's okay. Um, I assume from other major airports, New York for example?
1: Yes, we, we, we have flights in uh, from the tri-state uh, area, so we have two two airlines that fly out of JFK. Uh, American and Delta, and then we have United that flies out of Newark in New Jersey. Okay,
2: and again, uh, how how, uh, how far is the flight from uh, from Miami?
1: Miami is 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 our shortest flight. Uh, we have multiple uh, flights a day in from Miami, and it's a little over two and a half hours to get from Miami uh, to St. Thomas or St. Croix.
2: Oh wow, that's very cool. Um, very we, cool. We, as, as you were describing uh, the beaches and such and the islands, uh, you, you mentioned the culinary. Uh, attractions and um, that's pretty much. Uh, I, I you know I'll go to the beach. I'll sit on it. That's fine. Uh, right. I, but I got to I got to do the food, my friend. And uh, we're yes. talking about top notch here, aren't we?
1: Yes. Uh, well, we actually have a wide range of food. So uh, if you're looking for that five star menu restaurant um, with the finest uh, Caribbean ingredients, you can find that. But if you're also looking for that uh hangout spot where the locals go where that yeah. grill is grilling that lobster and the shrimp and the chicken uh and and the grill is smoking off and the food is is really good, we have that too. And of course we have everything in between uh from local uh delights uh such as stew chicken and, and peas and rice. Uh of course we call them pates. Many of the people in the United States call them empanadas. Uh, but they're, they're everywhere, uh, which is basically pastry dough filled nice. with uh, meat products. Nice. Uh, lovely. So, so lots of things for you to eat. Um, and you definitely, I wouldn't advise coming to the territory on a diet because uh, you, you may break that in your first few hours on island. <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, hey, you know it's a pleasure speaking to you. I feel like I'm talking to somebody uh, on the islands, and I guess I am. So that's pretty
1: cool. Yes, you are. You know, we, we definitely want to invite you and everyone to to visit our website. Visit usvi. dot com. That's visit usvi. dot com. Uh, you can find any and everything uh, about the territory and, mm-hmm. and how to get to us, where to stay, where to eat, uh, yeah. what to do on island. Uh, you can find it there, and of course, follow us on our social media handles. Uh, on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Uh, lots of information, lots of uh, opportunities to see how uh, we live in the islands and how people enjoy themselves when they visit us in the U.S. Virgin Islands.
2: Fantastic. And we remind everybody that uh, no passports uh, no passports are required uh, f- uh, if you're a U.S. citizen uh, for, exactly. for that whole area. Yeah, So that's very, very cool, yep. U.S. Virgin Islands. Check it out. I don't think a lot of people thought in that direction, but nah, they will now. Uh, exactly. Hey,
1: well, I appreciate that.
2: Joseph, it's been a pleasure speaking to you. Uh, is there a website we can visit?
1: Yes. Uh, visit usvi.com is the website. Visit usvi.com.
2: Perfect. Thank you so much for your time today. Hope we see you down there. Well, that'll do it for me today. Thank you to my guest and thank you to you. I'll be back again tomorrow with a brand new program. But until that time comes, I wish you peace.